0: Good evening. This is Jim French, welcoming you to radio's new theater of suspense and imagination, as the Golden West Broadcasting Company presents Crisis. Once again tonight, Hollywood is our locale, the Hollywood of Bernie Goodman the busy and successful theatrical agent, and of Darlene Seals, his efficient and designing associate. It is also the Hollywood of Keeley Goodman, who on this very day is about to become Bernie's ex-wife, and of Sammy Wicks, the good-hearted comedian dying for Bernie to represent him. Bernie, Darlene, Keeley, and Sammy, nice people. This is a story about them, a story we call Murder Among Nice People. And now, Crisis presents Murder Among Nice People. The day of the evening it happened... Darlene Seals was busy, as usual, in the front office of her employer, Bernie Goodman.
1: Mr. Goodman is at Universal until lunch, and I expect to be hearing from him then. May I have him call you? Hi, Darlene. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, I'll tell him you called. Thank you. Goodbye. Hi, Darlene. Wait, wait, just a minute. Nine, six, five, five, two. Hi, Sammy. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Bernie is out. Yeah, I know. I heard
2: you saying he's at Universal. Hey, did you tell him about my deal?
1: I did tell him, Sammy, but it didn't change anything. Why won't he come watch my act? Because he's the busiest agent in town. But I don't work
2: that often. If he could just watch five minutes, it'd take me. I know he would. Sure, Sammy. Oh, look. This joint in the valley is my first work in five months.
1: I'm sorry, Sammy. I really
2: am. Yeah, I know you are. Hey, you look extra beautiful today.
1: How come? Oh, I don't know. Do you think so?
2: Oh, come on. What is it? Somebody's birthday?
1: Well, almost.
2: Hey, lady, you can tell me. I'm almost family, aren't I? Gee, I'm in here often enough with my out.
1: All right. You're right, Sam. This is a big day for me. And for Bernie. Today's the 30th. Oh, yeah? His divorce is final. Oh. Oh, hey, yeah. Gee, now he's a free man.
2: But not for long, huh, Darlene? Well, <laughs> he hasn't set a date or anything, but... Uh... But you'll probably drive up to Reno this weekend and tie the knot, right? Well, he hasn't said anything
1: specific yet. Yeah, but... but...
2: Well, listen, I just want to be the first to congratulate you anyway. I want
1: to wish you all the happiness in the world. Thank you, Sammy.
3: Hiya, baby. Oh, hi, Sammy. Hi, Mr. Goodman. How are you?
1: You just had a call from Thomas at Screen Gems, Bernie. I told him you'd be phoning in.
3: Yeah, well, I'm going to be tied up in my office for about an hour, Darlene. No calls, okay?
1: But, uh... <coughs> wow.
2: Well, listen, Darlene, I'll check in later, okay?
1: No, something's up. Stick around, Sammy. I'll be back in a second.
3: Oh, sure. Honey, is something wrong? What? No, nothing's wrong.
1: Well, today's the end of the month. Yeah, so? Well, don't you remember what that means?
3: Yeah, the checks go out.
1: Your divorce is final.
3: Oh, hey, that's right. Well, we'll have to go celebrate somewhere.
1: Oh, we don't have to go anywhere, Bernie. It's just that, well, this is what we've both been waiting for.
3: Sure, that's right. Uh, listen, is that little creep waiting to see me? What's uh, what's his name again?
1: His name is Sammy Wicks. And he's not a creep,
3: Bernie. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, well, tell him to take off, will you? I don't want someone important to walk in here and think I represent circus clowns.
1: Bernie, he, he's working at a club in the valley, and he wants you to catch him before he leaves. Why don't we drive over tonight and to see him that... To
3: out, sweetheart. I've got a dinner at the Queen Mary I can't get out of.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm glad you told me. If we're going out to Long Beach, I um, can
3: just... Not we, honey. Oh? Just a business thing. Don't pout, okay? And listen, I'm expecting Keely in a couple of minutes. Show sure, her right on in. And uh, be nice to her, huh?
1: When have I been anything but nice to her? And you don't want any interruptions while she's in your office. Isn't that what you said?
3: Well, listen, is an hour too long to spend winding up an eight-year marriage?
1: No, Bernie. You won't be disturbed.
3: Maybe I'd better go, huh?
1: Oh, he's he's had a couple of drinks, Sammy. It's It's just the pressure he's under. I'm sorry. Hey, forget it.
2: And think how good you're going to be for him. You can take the old pressure off. Right, Darlene?
1: Right.
4: Well, well, well. Hello, Darlene.
1: Keely. How nice to see you again.
4: I was hoping you'd be here. You remember Sammy Wicks? Sammy, this is Mrs. Goodman. Oh, not anymore, dear. I'm taking back my maiden name. You see, I'm going back into picture work again now.
2: It's nice to see you, Miss Curtis.
4: Oh, you remembered. Yes, Keely Curtis is back in circulation as of today. And dig this. Guess who's handling me. Oh, Bernie, of course. Of course. Should be automatic copy for the columnist, don't you think? Keely Curtis divorces Goodman, then names him as her agent. Oh, but listen, sweetie, don't fret. This won't cramp your style with Bernie one bit. I mean, why should it? It never did when I was his wife. So why should it if I'm his client? Well, hi, Mr. Goodman. Here I am to audition. Well, darling, what do you think? Really?
3: I think you'll be working inside of 30 days.
4: And you will help me at the photography,
3: Sure, honey. I'll be there every minute.
4: Oh, darling, you're still here. Really, Bernie, she's such a devoted employee... Whatever you're paying her, you ought to double it.
3: Hey, suppose you let me handle the labor-management relations around here.
4: Oh, I'm sure you do. Bye-bye, darling. Call me, Bernie.
3: Don't worry, honey. I will. Bernie, we have to talk. All right.
1: No, not out here in your office.
3: Okay. What's on your mind?
1: Well, for openers, correct me if I'm wrong. But isn't that the same Keeley Goodman who divorced you and is taking you for 3000 a month alimony payments? Yeah, so? Then why this darling and honey routine? Oh, habit.
3: Married eight years, you form habits, you know. No,
1: I don't know. I haven't been married eight years or one year.
3: Is something on your mind, darling? Is
1: something? Oh, yes, Bertie. Something is on my mind. Today was supposed to be the big day in our lives. Do I have to remind you of the things you promised when your divorce was
3: final? Look, Darlene, give me a little time to breathe, will you? I need a little time to...
1: To enjoy your freedom? Yes. No! I'll come to the point, Bernie. Three years ago, when you hired me, you came on pretty strong. You made a lot of big promises to me. Including when you were free, we'd get married, remember?
3: Of course I remember. Look, I haven't been a bachelor for a whole day yet. Don't push it, darling. I may just get to liking things the way they are, okay? Are you still in love with her? No. And I don't see that that's any of your business.
1: Oh. Very well. I know my place. I'm the secretary and receptionist for Mr. Bernie Goodman. Period. Sorry to have stepped out of line, Mr. Goodman. Oh.
2: What a thing to do to you. Damn it. I came back to see if Goodman had seen me now, but I wouldn't want him for an agent now if he was the last agent in Hollywood.
1: How much did you hear?
2: With his ears? I don't miss much.
1: You must think I'm a shameless gold digger.
2: Hey, that turn went out with Busby Berkeley. You want to know what I think? I think Mr. Bernie Goodman is too big for his britches. And I'll tell you something else. One of these days, somebody is going to have to
3: teach him some manners. <laughs>
0: And now, back to Crisis. It was definitely not a very good day for Darlene Seals. On the very day she expected Bernie Goodman to propose to her, the ex-wife appears and becomes his newest client. And Darlene's hopes for a lucrative marriage to a wealthy man (laughs) seem to have flown. It's that night now, and Darlene sits in the San Fernando Valley night spot where Sammy Wicks has just finished his second show of the evening.
2: thought of you when I first came on. Why didn't you tell me you were coming? Listen, you're my guest. Oh, no, Sammy, I couldn't. I, 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 you're on my turn now, sweetheart. Hey, let's split and go back to my dressing room where we can talk. Come on. Excuse us, please. Yeah, sit. Hiya, Frankie. Yeah, pardon me. Coming through. Hey, Pat, what's happening? Coming through. Excuse me. Well, it isn't much, but it's home. Here, let me brush off a chair for you. I won't say the dressing rooms are small, but even the mice are stoop-shouldered. I think the last act to use this room was a flea circus. (laughs)
4: Listen,
2: if you want to breathe, I'll send out for some air.
1: (laughs) Sammy, Sammy, you can quit trying so hard. I,
2: uh, I don't suppose you're here because Goodman asked you to come.
1: No, I'm afraid not. I'm here because, well, I just couldn't face being alone. Tonight and all night. Oh, Sammy, he played me for a fool. Listen, I don't know if you believe me or not, but I could have had all kinds of guys in the three years I've put in working for Bernie. I believe it. But I wouldn't give any of them the time of day. Because Bernie was going to get his divorce and marry me. We were going to work together, split it down the middle. Do you know what I'm saying, Sammy?
2: Sure, sure, I know what you're saying. He used you. You're darn right. I used to know a guy like that. He had no respect for women at all. I used to get so mad at him. I could have... I could have killed him. You wouldn't expect that from a little guy like me, would you? But I... I got an awful temper. I have to watch it all the time. You, Sammy? Just thinking about Goodman. Stringing you along. Leading you on makes me... Makes me want to hate his guts.
1: You know, it's funny. This afternoon in his office... All the love I had felt for him suddenly turned to...
2: To hate, right?
1: I never realized it until
2: right now. They're very close, you know. Yeah, I, I read that somewhere. There's only a thin line between love and hate. I believe it. That's funny. What's funny? You said the same thing I did a minute ago. You said, I believe it.
1: I do believe it. All the love I had for Bernie has turned into a hard lump of hatred.
2: That guy deserves anything he gets.
1: Do you know what he called you? No, what? A little creep. He told me to get you out of the office. That he didn't want one of his important contacts to think he was representing a circus clown. You said that? He said that? I could kill him for that. I could kill him, kill him, kill him Sammy, Sammy, take it easy You
2: don't know what you're doing You can't just take people and do things like that to him Sammy,
1: Sammy, calm down
2: you'll, you'll be too upset to go on with your next show
1: Everything
5: all
2: right in there? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay I'm fine Here, 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 you've cut your hand on some glass oh, I'm okay I just lose my temper sometimes but Then I get a hold of myself
1: When's your next show?
2: Uh, not until after midnight
1: Sammy. Yeah? You know where Bernie is tonight? Where? He's down at Long Beach. Having dinner on the Queen Mary.
2: Yeah, with some chick probably. And later on he'll probably feed her some big line about how he's going to make her a star. And then he'll drive her back to his place.
1: Where does he live? Beverly Hills. 29.50 Palm Canyon Drive. A big Spanish style house. Yeah, yeah. 29.50 29.50 Palm Canyon Drive.
2: 29.50 Palm Canyon Drive.
1: He'll stop for a drink at Dino's and then back at his place around 11. I know exactly how he operates. I could just make it. I could just
2: make it before my last show.
1: You have a car?
2: No, I had to sell it.
1: Here, take mine. It's a Red Riviera in the parking lot. Riviera. License number 914YZP. 914YZP. Be careful, Sammy. Be
3: very careful.
2: Don't worry, Darlene. Just give me the keys.
1: And here, take this too. What's this? It's the key to the back door at Bernie's house. 2950. Yeah,
2: I know, I know. 2950, Palm Canyon Drive. You just stay here, Darlene. And don't you worry.
0: It's the next morning now. Darlene sits alone in the outer office at Bernie Goodman's agency. Her hangover throbs in her temples, aggravated each time the phone rings, and ring it does with one urgent message after another for Bernie. And, of course, Darlene obediently takes down all the messages even though she knows that Bernie Goodman will never get them. At 11 o'clock, Darlene gets up to make a fresh pot of coffee when the office door opens. Darlene?
1: Sammy, come in. Well?
0: You weren't
2: there for the last show, were you? I... I shouldn't have given you the keys before the show. I should have waited till the show was over. Then you'd have stayed. Well,
1: to tell you the truth, Sammy, I... I had a little too much to drink. I, I wanted to get home. Yeah, sure, sure. I want to know what happened. What do you mean? Well, you didn't have time to tell me last night, remember? You just walked into the club in time to go on. You gave me my car keys and went right on stage. Yeah. Well?
5: I, uh, excuse me, is this Bernard Goodman's office? Uh,
1: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Did you have an appointment?
5: No, Lieutenant Howard, police Uh, department.
1: How do you do? I'm sorry but Mr. Goodman isn't in yet.
5: Well, uh, listen, Darlene, I'll be running along. Uh, you're Sammy Wicks, aren't you? Yeah? Stay here just a moment, please. I'd like to ask you a couple of questions.
2: What are you talking about?
5: You did know Mr. Goodman, didn't you? Nah, uh, I, I mean, I met him a couple of times, you know, but. Uh, uh just... Sammy
1: comes to visit me, officer.
5: Uh, yeah? And, and, and what's your name, ma'am?
1: I'm Darlene Seals, Mr. Goodman's secretary. Look, what's wrong?
5: Well, Mr. Goodman has been killed. What?
1: Oh, you're ki- You're kidding.
5: Uh, Mr. Wicks, can you account for your actions last night between 11 and 12?
2: Sure. Uh, I I was at Lanigan's in a valley. I, I, I worked there. I can vouch for him,
1: officer. I was there with him last night. He was killed?
5: How? Well, he was killed by a blow to the back of the head.
1: Oh, how horrible.
5: Yes, the killer also took great pains to see that no fingerprints were left.
1: Oh, that's sickening. Then you... Don't have any leads.
5: No, I didn't say that. The killer entered the house with a key, so we know it was someone who either lived there or had been there fairly often and knew exactly where to find Goodman. Upstairs in his bed. So the killer sneaked into the room with a fireplace poker from downstairs, struck the death blow, dropped the poker on the bed, and ran back down to a car.
1: How do you know all this?
5: Well, a wild witness, of course. Yes, there was a witness. Mrs. Goodman. She identified the car. It was a red 68 Buick Riviera, Miss Seals.
4: But, but I...
5: And the lint stuck to the rough iron handle of the fireplace poker, that matches the gloves in your glove compartment.
1: Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm not going to sit here and get framed for something I didn't do. Sammy!
5: Yes, Darlene? Well? Uh, Mrs. Goodman heard you upstairs, Miss Seals. By the time you had run down to the back door, she had a good look at you through a back window. And she even identified a pink suit you were wearing. And that car.
1: Mrs. Goodman? Well, they were divorced. The divorce was final yesterday.
5: Ah, but after dinner out at the Queen Mary, that romantic music and all that stuff, guess they decided to try a reconciliation. Of course, you knew that. I presume that's why you killed him. I killed him? I didn't kill him.
1: Sammy Wicks killed him. He left the nightclub in my car and was gone for over an hour. I gave him my key to Bernie's house. I put him up to it. I I, I was jealous. I Bernie promised me we'd get married, but and then I'd have half of the business. And then he went back on his word, but, but I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. I was in that nightclub every minute Sammy was gone. Tell him, Sammy, tell him.
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Sammy, what are you trying to pull?
3: All right, everybody, cut.
4: Bernie,
3: You all played your roles very convincingly Bill, you made an excellent, Lieutenant Howard You're a cinch for a Kojak episode Oh, uh, thanks, Mr. Goodman
4: Bernie, what
3: is this? What's and the... Sammy, after this performance I see I'll not only be handling a heck of a comic But a formidable actor as well Thanks, Bernie Now, Darlene Darlene, you really outdid yourself Look at you Arms akimbo, mouth gaping open, the picture of the innocent secretary.
1: Oh, no, Bertie, no, that's not the way it was at all. I, I'm just so relieved to see you're all right.
3: I said cut. The play acting is over. I had to set you up to find out if what Keeley's been saying is true. And she'd been conning me and sweet-talking me in order to get a piece of the business. Well, Keeley was right. Oh, I could kill you. Yes, you proved that. Now, you've got exactly 15 minutes to clean out your desk. Hey, Sammy. Yes, sir? How would you like to be best man? Huh? Keely and I are going to Reno tomorrow right after your last show.
2: No kidding, Bernie? Hey, that's great.
3: I think we'll try for another eight years without Darlene. Darlene. <laughs>
0: do things in Hollywood, you know, get divorced and get married again, just like changing your socks. Crisis has presented Murder Among Nice People, featuring Pat French as Darlene, Shirley Aries as Keeley, Cliff Hansen as Bernie, John Amendola as Sammy, and Tom Crone as Lieutenant Howard. Script and direction by yours truly, Jim French.